0: All right, welcome back to Doors of the Mind. We're going to be breaking down the Wheel of Time television show on Amazon. Um, We've watched the first four episodes of the show, so we're going to
1: talk about... Well, some of us. I've watched the first four (laughs) episodes, and Bobby's going to act like he's only seen the first four episodes. I had COVID. I had nothing left to do
0: except watch Wheel of Time. Well, he didn't tell me to watch five, so (laughs) I only watched four. So we're gonna break down what we like, what we didn't like. I don't know. if There's much I didn't like. Um, ooh, Robbie does have more.
1: Um, oh man!
0: All right, let's let's start off. What's one
1: thing in the show that you've really liked so far? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I hate it. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, uh, you know, I think it's pretty enjoyable to watch. But I've got some fairly serious qualms with it. But outside of that, I really like uh, Moraine's character. Mm-hmm. I think she's well done. I think the magic system looks really cool. Um, like I was pretty blown away by that. And I would say the trolls, trolllocks. Sorry. Yeah. They looked really cool. Uh, I was amazed. I was like blown away. I had.
0: You know, I'm not a very visual person, but I have been trying to picture what the Trollocs would look like reading the books. And I didn't think it'd be able to translate real well because I couldn't really get a good picture. But I think they did an excellent job with creating um, accurate, but also, like, intimidating.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was great. The um, uh, Fade was really cool. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, the, the Half-Man or right. whatever. Yeah. You know, they have a million names. Um, it, that in shadow uh Lagoth mm-hmm. looked amazing. Yes, I thought I, I was like, Oh my God. Yes, like sure. kind of seeing that city come alive like that. Or, I mean, it's kind of a dead city, right. but you know, <laughs> actually be this, like, you know, seeing it visually happen before my eyes. I was like, Oh my God.
0: And there's like something too to having a show that kind of helps you remember small details where I, don't know if it was in the book or not, but when they described how Shadar Logoth was the most, you know, powerful army, but when they were needed, everyone drew within and they didn't come. And that kind of led to the corruption. I think that, I don't know if that was in the book, if, but... It,
1: if they didn't describe it in the first two books, they definitely do later.
0: Okay, well, I really like that detail for adding to, like, just the corruption of this city. And yeah, I mean, it was a magnificent, magnificent city. Huge walls, awesome looks, and then abandoned and terrifying.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the things when I was watching you, so for anyone who read the books, I hope you had the exact same reaction as me. When Tom Marilyn wasn't there for the first two episodes, oh, I'm watching with Kyle and I'm literally like, where's Tom? Where is he? The whole time. <laughs> I'm like, he's gonna
0: come. He's gonna be here.
1: I knew he was gonna come, but I was. It's like, Tom Marilyn is one of my favorite characters. I mean, top five probably in Wheel of Time. And I'm like, where the fuck is he? He's Mm -hmm. not here. How can you not bring Tom Marilyn in on the very first episode? That's exactly where he should have been.
0: Some guy, we're like, that guy doesn't have the. uh... The Traveler's – not the Traveler's cloak, but, you know, Tom's cloak.
1: Yeah, there's no Traveler's cloak. It's it's not very colorful. It's just kind of <laughs> like a gray dusty cloak. Yeah, I mean, he's more like a Strider than he is yes. like the Tom Maryland Right. I remembered. I mean, he likes scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. He Which, plays the role. He's good with the daggers. Yeah, but I don't know. They it wasn't the Tom Marilyn I saw.
0: They definitely much more quickly show – that he's a badass compared to in the books for a while, you know, he's just kind of this traveling singer and storyteller and he ran out of fade. And you're like, well, like, is he dead? I assume, but they're like, no, they show like this guy, he knows what he's doing. He can fight off a fade. He, he may have died. I mean, we've read, I know we've read the books. We know he doesn't die. But yeah, I guess I should say we've, we're coming into this with at least two books of
1: knowledge. Well, I've got you've got all the I've books. Got all I've all got two them, but, books of knowledge. Um, yeah, I just can't move on without talking about my qualms. Okay, <laughs> um, let's I know I now. know it's early for me to be talking about it, but I had some qualms. I have a few qualms. Let's see.
0: Let's see if I have similar qualms. I'm
1: not saying it wasn't like enjoyable to watch, like. I enjoy watching it. Like, I think it's fun to watch. It's fun to see this book come alive. But Tom Maryland, when he dies, it was like, quote unquote dies. It was like, oh, I don't really care. Versus in the book, you're like heartbroken. Mm, Like there wasn't a lot of
0: development for him. I mean, he was probably in eight minutes of scenes total. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like this guy was in eight minutes of TV. Like, yeah. Who cares?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, if he's one of your favorite characters, I can see that you're like, where's all the development? Yes.
1: I was really upset. Matt knows really about it on his head. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't Rand- teach him. Rand everyone how yeah. to play the flute or juggle. Exactly. There was so much tied to Tom Marilyn that these guys learn that develops in like later books. And you're just like, where the fuck was it? Mm -hmm. it wasn't there okay this guy dies that's that's real crazy but like he was literally there for one episode and then dies yeah all right so that's one qualm uh what's another qualm you have uh the fever dream from rand's dad where he you know reveals reveals like rand's not his son which, who knows, maybe they'll do something later and it'll be this big, you know, surprise. But I'm like, come on. There's how many people, I mean, I know a decent amount of people who are watching it who have never read the books. But if you've read the books, you're like, I mean, you're like, that's got to be there. That's like such a big um, character point for Rand mm-hmm. that causes so much like inward turmoil conflict and like struggle of like
0: right so i think one of the hardest things to do in a show is to show inward struggles inward thoughts and those kind of battles so the one that i noticed the most i was lacking was just the distrust of the Asadi by everyone from the twin rivers um you know they don't I don't think develop it nearly as much for like we do not trust these people and we want to be away from them. I'd say Nynaeve shows it. Rand does episode I, 2. I just don't know if it's the same level of we really can't believe that we're traveling with one and we don't want to be traveling with one. Um it's just not the same like deep level.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's it's... Some of that. I mean, that doesn't bother me as much as, like, some of those really important details. Like, Tom Marilyn not be, being there. Um, Pat and Fane only shows up for, like, a very quick scene. Mm-hmm. And then he's gone. I mean, they've got to develop him, I'm sure. Yeah. But, like, he's literally in and then he's out. Um He's not a peddler. Yeah. Um Like, I just kind of felt like... There could have been... Like, I wanted more, I think, from the first episode.
0: All right, well, I'm going to turn it and tell you a detail that I thought was developed extremely well, which is Perrin's character. So, again, this will contain some spoilers of just knowledge of the books. Is that fine, you think? Yeah, totally. So, I've only read the first two, but in them, Perrin is often shown... Um, struggling with the fact that he has an axe, struggling to be kind of a warrior. I think the book is doing an amazing job That's of show sure. the show, yeah, of showing the struggle of Perrin first in that first episode when he kills his wife with his own axe. That was an amazing plot device, I thought, to show just the pain of Perrin as a warrior. Uh, that was extremely well done. And then even when he's with the travelers and talking to the woman who, you know, talks about, you know, not partaking in violence ever. And she's like, well, you know, you say that this is needed, but how come you look so sad? How come you don't seem to be happy with what's going on? And then bringing that back to the books, um, there's the part where Perrin considers in the first book, killing Egwene so that she's not captured by Trollocs. Yeah. And then he like, Feels all this guilt about like man i almost killed her and we got away and he just looks at his accent. i think he wants to throw it away almost so i think they're doing a great job with perrin's character
1: i totally agree i thought that was a cool addition that Mm -hmm. they put in where i was like whoa that was pretty cool actually like i kind of like where what they're doing with his character and i mean some of it i understand like You know, they're trying to make it out of like who's the dragon and not trying to focus too much on Rand. And Mm -hmm. I think they're trying to make this whole big mystery about it. But anyone who's read the book, you're like, (laughs) it's Rand. (laughs) Like, (laughs) who's one of the five is the dragon? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like, maybe you're wondering
0: the majority of the first
1: book, but you kind of know. Yeah.
0: He's the main character.
1: Yeah. But by the end of the first book, by the start of the second book, by the end of the second book, I mean, it's all but certain. You're like, he is the dragon reborn, right? You know, there's no question about it. Yeah,
0: I think the parent's character is excellent. i also love Matt's character. Um, I think they do a great job of portraying him as just like this witty, childish kid yeah. who just makes, he makes great roasts and jokes. He, you know, does want to help with the work. Just that kind of thing. And then also I love the depth of he wants to go back home for his sisters Mm. because in the whole book, Matt is the one that wants to leave the most, right? Right. So I thought that was a good plot device to again show that struggle where he wants to go home for a reason.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with that Um, because Matt's kind of more of the free will character of let's go just experience life and everything it has to offer. So I'm not, I'm not totally sold yet on this connection to his family being all that good, but I'm willing to be, you know, I'm willing to (laughs) hold judgment for the time being until I see more of it. But I do like how they've casted his character. Like he makes hilarious one-liners and, Mm -hmm. you know, He's doing some funny stuff. I even think Rand's, I mean, I think all the casting, all the acting, I you know, there's nothing where I'm like, oh my god, this is a terrible actor. Yeah. Or like, oh my god, like they aren't portraying this character right. Like, I actually feel like they've nailed the characters really well. Um I think Land does a little too much talking. Hmm. He's <laughs> he's the one character. I think he's really the only character where I've been like, I think you not only casted the wrong character, like the wrong person to play him, mm-hmm. but like I also think his personality is like he is very stoic, very like he's loyal to Moraine. Um, Do you think he's like kind of mix, mix, missing like the regalness of land? Yeah totally yeah because i mean you find out he's a king Mm -hmm. of you know this lost land of malkir and you know there's all this like emotion and he kind of starts out as kind of this character who is stoic in a way but he very quickly develops a bunch of dialogue and stuff kind of being off doing his own thing and Yeah, I think there's just too much kind of regarding him and, you know, too much dialogue, honestly, Mm -hmm. with him. I'm like, he should be, like, the strong silent type for a long time. And then he kind of develops a love for, like, you know, the kids he's.
0: Right. Yeah, I do think the warders have been looking great. Like, in the fourth episode, when they're in the camp defending Loghain from his armies. I love how the warders are portrayed as loyal to the Asadi and I thought their fighting was sick and they're like warm-ups. And then like when the one Asadi dies and just like the heartbreak that came from her warder. Yeah. I thought that was sick.
1: Yeah. They go into that more. I uh I think I like it. Um
0: yeah, I hope you like it. I'd be sad if you didn't. Like, I thought it was really good. I don't
1: know. I've, I just feel like I'm, you know, I'm hesitant to. Like, I've loved The Wheel of Time so you're, for so long. You want some Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings quality. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want this to be like a really good quality show. And I feel like I have really high standards. And. I think I should because, in my opinion, this, like, top five greatest fantasy novels of um, our generation, let alone ever written. You know, I would put it in the category of Lord of the Rings in terms of, like, the level of, um, like, the kind of legacy I think it will have and how it will go down in history as, you know one of the greatest fantasy novels mm-hmm. ever written. Um, and so, yeah, I've got really high standards where I'm like, you know, you need to do this story justice. And I get changing some things and, you know, making it work with kind of their vision of the story. And, but I also think they need to be really careful about how they do certain things. And I think Tom Marilyn not being in a huge fall. I think the thing with Rand, huge fall. And I get that they're maybe doing some like, um, they're trying to be careful to not let on yeah, Rand's they're, the they're dragon. To keep
0: their cards close to the vest. and Probably things will, I mean, in a show, you can jump back in time
1: a lot easier than you can in a book. Oh, I really hope they don't jump back in time. You think it'll be linear the whole time? it's not that it needs to be linear. It's that if they jump back, it can't be about like Rand's, you know, this random event with Rand or Mm. this random event with so-and-so like, it would be fun if they jump back to like his birth at dragon mount, like that would be cool. Or like there's some other flashbacks in the book. I don't want to ruin anything. Please don't. (laughs) But you know, there could be other flashbacks they could do that would have a really big impact. So I'm not opposed that they do these like flashbacks, but they need to be careful how yeah, they do it. That's fair. Like overall, I enjoy it. Yeah. I, th- I, I think it's fun.
0: I mean, I think that, like you said, the magic system has been really cool showing just like the casting style um, the use of the elements I thought was really good. There's only one scene I thought looked lame, and it was actually the opening battle where Moraine like, pulled all the stones from the building behind her. And then to shoot them forward, like everyone's watched Avatar The Last Airbender. You need to gather and then shoot forward. I shoot. haven't
1: seen it. You've never seen it? <laughs> I've
0: never seen it.
1: Bro.
0: <laughs> Uncultured. <laughs> But she did like a windmill, like continual windmill of arms shooting them forward. I did not think that looked cool at all. Yeah. But uh, besides that, I thought all the action looked really good. There's the gathering up and then letting loose. Uh, I thought just the casting looked cool. I like the difference of the male, um, Loghain, when he's kind of, you know, casting. Yeah. I thought his looked awesome. That was sweet. I thought the demons that were in his, like, you know, ear looked great. And I love the scene where Moiraine went up to him and was like, You have a very short time to convince me that you're the dragon. And he's like, I have thousands of dragons before me whispering in my ear about how great I'm gonna be. And then she's like, The dragon will not want to be great. You have demons, and then boom, fight on. Like that was great.
1: They yeah. killed that scene. No, that was sweet and then naive. You know, her big explosion of power. Oh, yeah, that was, that was sweet. They did a great job of showing
0: cool. when she uses the one power, it is like emotion and anger and everything. And then it's like, boom, a powerful explosion unmatched. They they killed that scene.
1: Yeah, that was sick for sure. I was watching so, it. I'm like, people... What is way Uh dying. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening here? I kind of saw where everything was going. Yeah, I right. actually did not um the um some people have qualms with um kind of how the power the one power is being shown i don't i think it's pretty cool I, what do they, you know what do
0: they want or what do they disagree with
1: well i think in the book the one power you know they're like you don't have to do any like something special with your hands just there like you know it's just like you're moving something with your mind basically kind of I get that Um, like,
0: they're kind of like I said I would use the word in the show casting where it's like a gathering of mana you know and then letting loose yeah whereas I I agree that's not how the book portrays it but it looks really cool yeah
1: I mean for like a show that's you know they have to introduce this whole magic system i think it's totally fine yeah like i'm like this i think it's cool the way they're doing it and it looks really cool
0: and they haven't i think broken a wall where they have like an unlimited supply of the one power where like i do see the getting like wilted as they use it you know and they're tiring and it's not just like well, if I just hold, I'll be able to do it again and again and again and again. They've been doing a good job of showing that they have a limited access to it. They can't, you know,
1: burn out. Yeah. And one of the things I also really enjoy about it is that they keep alluding to the fact that Asadi can't lie, mm-hmm. uh, which you've kind of seen in book two. Uh, I think it was Liam, the one who betrays, right? Uh, and Egwene. So, you know, the question probably should have came up even in our podcast. How was she able to do that? If she can't lie. Right. But they don't really make as big of a emphasis on it early on in the books. But they are in the show, and so you can see how there's going to be kind of this dynamic of. Once you start figuring out, oh my God, there's dark friends and Mm -hmm. the White Tower. Uh, Wasn't
0: it it was the show, right? Where they were stopped by the White Cloaks, and she said, "Like I have a sister in this city. That's where we're
1: traveling to." That was the show, right? Yeah, but yeah, and she kind of hid her intentions. But then, right,
0: right? it was like a good lie because it's like I have sisters in every city wherever I go, so it's not a lie, and that was a good way of showing. We are honest, but you hear what we want you to hear.
1: Yeah. I don't want to ruin anything, but there's more.
0: Okay. I mean, I remember in the second book when um Egwene or no Nineveh is going through the three trials. They go over like, you cannot lie, I believe you can't kill, like without maybe extreme i forget like the
1: parameters on it yeah unless like someone's in danger or something yeah following the
0: rules for robots and hitch or something or not hitch
1: (laughs) 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 yeah and i robot yeah
0: yeah the the three rules of you know how you can operate yeah it's it's like that so i know that there's parameters i don't know everything
1: yeah there's going to be a lot more revealed much later in the books kind of about that whole oath and binding and, mm-hmm. um, and so keep that in mind. And I think the show is doing a really good job of really being like, they can't lie, but you know, they can kind of bend the truth mm-hmm. to kind of suit their like own purposes. But there's also, there's more.
0: Now, season one of the show is books one and two, right?
1: I have no idea how far they're okay. going with season one. Cause I am very curious. You know, Maybe we, we can about... reach out to Amazon and yeah. you know, <laughs> get a meeting with them.
0: Well, one thing I'm really curious <laughs> is how they're going to portray Bazelmon in the flesh.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I think that's going to be another challenge where I want to see, can you create a character that does inspire fear and power and this demonic, you know, fire in the eyes So I don't want just glowing red eyes, you know. I want some power there. Yeah. And I mean, I thought they killed with Logan, so I'm I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I've got high hopes for all the uh, Forsaken. Yeah, that'll be sweet. What's so? Yeah, I mean, my overall take of the show is I'm kind of slow to give full on praise. I definitely have some things I'm like. Uh, I don't think I like this
0: mm-hmm.
1: overall I'm like this is entertaining it's fun it's seeing this it's really cool seeing this series come alive so I'm like you know we'll see where this goes yeah that's that's where I'm at with What it.
0: what's one thing you hope to see in this soon like the next few episodes that would like be really cool land dies <laughs>
1: <laughs> like he does in the books, right? <laughs> like, is there any part where you're like,
0: "Ooh, I hope they don't mess this up," though, or like, "I think this would be really sweet to show." Um, mine is the traveling of the ways. Yeah, I am cool. really curious to see how they're going to do that. Um, how do you represent? I forget what the wind is called. You know, like how are they going to represent oh, yeah.
1: that? I think the final. I really hope. They actually make it to the eye of the world, and have that battle with the two Forsaken. Mm-hmm. I think that will be badass. Yeah, that'll be that'll be so cool.
0: I mean, one thing that the show is doing too that um, is both good and bad is in the first book, all five of our Two Rivers characters really don't wield a lot of power. They're all pretty useless and just running. Yeah. Well, already I feel like we're seeing like kind of power from them all, you know. So I, I like and dislike it. I'm like, ah, oh, it's not accurate, but it does make for a better show as long as it's kept kind of within moderation. So I want to see you know Land and Moraine go ham, and then the other five slowly build power. I don't want them to become you know an OP fighter in like you know five episodes. Yeah. Right. But I think they're doing a decent job with it. And it's been really interesting to me. Yeah. The scenery has been good. I care about the characters. Minus Tom. I mean, you know, he died, whatever. (laughs) Died, quote unquote.
1: Yeah. Well, sweet. Yeah. You know, we've actually gotten kind of behind on doing some uh, podcasting here. So we've actually read Dune and watched Dune the movie. And so our next two podcasts actually won't be about the Wheel of Time episodes, but it'll be about uh, Dune. So if you haven't read it, please read it. I think it's amazing,
0: oh, fantastic.
1: Oh my god, so good! I can't wait to review it. I thought it was incredible. I'm gonna start talking about it now. If I don't stop, <laughs> uh, and the movie, the movie's amazing. So please tune in for those two episodes. Read the book. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. I mean, my opinion is always read the book first, because if you've read the book and you're watching the show or the movie, you know, you're going to be watching it and things are sort of different, but you're like, ooh, what are they going to do next? Whereas if you watch the movie and read the book, the things are different. So it comes at you at a lot slower pace. and I feel like you don't get the same excitement of not knowing, you know, in a book, if you don't know what's going to happen, you're like, Slowly, come on, feed me more, feed me more. Let's go. But in a book, if you're reading it, you've already seen the movie, it's kind of like, oh, I kind of know. This is a little different, but like, I kind of know how it's going to end. So, yeah, read the book, watch the movie. It's great. Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. Is that it? That's it. All right. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.